Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. I'm AJ Skifstad, and we've got a little bit of a shorter episode for you today. Uh, we've got uh, some of the things that Firestone played over the weekend and some of the things that we hope to get to the table this week. Um, but that's just about it. So stay tuned, and you're going to hear some new stuff that's hitting the table. It's going to be some pretty cool conversation. And uh, as always, check us out at theologyofgames.com. Hey, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Just a little bit of gaming news coming to you on this Tuesday morning. So, Tasty Minstrel Games just launched a Kickstarter for a reprint of Belfort. This is a worker placement and area control game with a very cartoony fantasy theme to it. I really like the artwork a lot. It's colorful, it's bright, and the gameplay is very interesting. All about timing. You're you're trying to figure out the timing of when to place your player, your workers, which ones to place them, which ones to place down, where to place them. It's very cool. And then they're also reprinting the expansion expansion, which was has been very difficult to find recently, and so they're adding that in. To this reprint and then the designers have also designed another expansion for it and I don't have a lot of details it sounds like it's modular a little bit and um, just specific things that you can add or not add to the game but this is gonna be a big big game and it's gonna be deluxified with metal coins the first edition had little blocks that you would put stickers on that were totally functional but stickers uh, but now this this one will have wooden pieces that have that are painted on them, and so you don't have to apply any stickers. So, all in for the base game and both expansions is seventy five dollars. Which in this day and age, with a lot of Kickstarters just immediately shooting upwards of a hundred dollars and more, seems pretty stinking reasonable to me for a solid worker placement area control game with two built in expansions and everything you're going to need. It's cool. So check out that. And then Renegade Game Studios, which is just constantly impressing me more and more with the games that they're coming out with. And uh, they're becoming quite a player in this thing. I'm afraid that ILO is going to snatch them up because they're getting so big and so good. But they just announced that they are reprinting Stefan Feld's Trajan, which is a terrific game for him that... It just kind of flew under the radar. When you hear about him, you don't often hear about that game. But it's uh, just terrific. It has this mechanism of Mancala where you're having to move pieces around into little bowls. I'm not sure how that thematically makes sense. But it's really cool because you're trying to move things into bowls. And where you end up is the action you're taking and the, the pieces you can take the action with. Lots of setup. Lots of thinkiness to it, many paths to victory, and it's it's one of his better games for sure. Definitely on the heavier end of his games, this is not uh, this is not a lightweight. It's on the heavier end, but 
solid game and renegade game studios is reprinting it from what i can tell other than the cover everything else looked to be exactly the same so it's it is the same game that some of us have loved and some of you haven't been able to play because it was out of print and or under the radar but no longer pick up trajan when you can renegade game studios is reprinting it so there's a little bit of news for the from the board game world and we will talk to you later have a great week everyone bye Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. Coming to you with the things I played this weekend. My son and I had some time on Saturday while the oldest was at a band competition with mom. Uh, So we played Voyages of Marco Polo, which is just still a great game. I love that game. I need to get the expansion that's probably already hard to find because it's Z-Man and they print two copies of their games. Uh, But anyway, uh, Voyages of Marco Polo is just a super solid dice rolling worker placement, dice placement game uh, that I really enjoy and is tense and works well with just two players. It's great. The other thing we played was Blood Rage... But using a new app that we're going to have a review of on the blog, probably this week, it is called Dized, D-I-Z-E-D. And I can't remember if the guys have talked about this yet on Board Games Daily because I know Jeremiah also has this app. And basically what it does is teach you how to play a game and then also act as a rules reference for you. So if... uh, you're sitting down with Blood Rage, it will first ask you, are you playing with a new copy or not? And so we were, I'd opened it, but I thought, okay, let's see what this does. And so I said, yes, we're playing with a new copy. And it takes you through, even to the point of the very first thing is, take the plastic off the outside. But it takes you through step by step, set this aside, open this up, turn this out, take these pieces out. And it walks you through the setup then it walks you through choosing the game, and then you kind of say, it says, okay, who's who's playing and what clans are you playing? And you tell it. And it walks you through the first age of the game, giving you options. They're limited options at first. It kind of, let's start with these two things. Which one of those things do you want to do? Now we'll introduce these new things. And so it's not like using this app, you're not able to do everything right from the beginning, but it's a good way to learn the game that way with limited choices and limited options. So you tell it what you want to do, you move your pieces, you have battles and things like that, just like normal, and then it slowly introduces more and more concepts. Then when you get to the end of the first stage, it says, okay, now you know how to play this game. If you have any questions, here are some explanations at the top. Play your second and third age, have fun. Anyway, this uh, app has... Blood Rage now. It also has King Domino and Ice Cool right now. And there are many more that are coming. You can kind of see them ghosted on the right-hand side of the of the main page. And so Seven Wonders is coming. Carcassonne was coming. Champions of Midgard. So there are a number of games coming to this app. And it's really, really cool. We had a great time with it. And my son at one point said... Dad, uh, I really like that app because sometimes learning new rules can be boring, but that made it fun and interesting. So I don't know that there's a better quote out there for that game or for that app. It's really cool. And uh, check it out. I think you can download it now for free. Uh, 
anyone can do it. So if you want to check it out too and see what's coming and be on the ground floor of this, you can do that. It's Dized, D-I-Z-E-D is the app. It's available in the App Store and for iPhone. And I think it's available for Google as well. I don't know that for sure because I have an iPhone. So anyway, that's some news and what I played. What did you play? Let's keep this going. Have a great day. Bye. Hey there, everybody. You're listening to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad giving you the rundown for Monday Night Game Night. And uh, I was not able to get any games to the table this weekend. I had hoped to play something with Rachel and just kind of didn't get around to it. We, we ended up going to Columbus for part of the weekend. And uh, we went over to my brother's to watch the Browns lose yesterday. And, uh, yeah, that, that was a bummer. The Browns are the worst. Anyways, I still cheer for them, but they're the worst. Anyways, no games over the weekend. Uh, however, it is game night tonight. I've got a couple buddies coming over, and I've got two parts to my game table. I've got a recessed portion, and I've got a, a top portion. So I, I'm going to have two games set up. One is already set up, and that is Legends of Andor Journey to the North. Uh, by Thames and Cosmos Games. It's the second installment in the Legends of Andor saga. And basically, in this installment, you're on the ocean, or you're on kind of the sea, with um, some surrounding islands versus the original, where your heroes were moving around just a map uh, without any water locations. So you're moving around on this ship, and uh, you're going from location to location, trying to uncover different things, defeat certain monsters as the story unfolds. Every time you slay two monsters in battle, the narrator track goes up and you're gonna unfold more of the story. You might have to flip a card and read your next goal to accomplish before a certain time in the game. Uh, Every time that you end a day sequence, you also move the narrator up. So the game is like this puzzle time management kind of thing. There's two things you can do on your turn. You can move or you can attack. Every move you do costs an hour in the day, and every attack you make costs an hour in in the day. So if you make three moves, that's three hours of of a seven-hour day in the game. Now, you can spend some of your uh, health points to go over your hours. Um, So I think you can go up to 10 hours. But uh, unfortunately, every time that you go, go an extra hour, you have to reduce your health, which can be super detrimental to the game. So you gotta watch it. Um, you're trying to gain money to level up your heroes. You're trying to uh, uncover these fog tokens, which may or may not be good or bad, but uh, a lot of times they're good. Um, I'm trying to think. There, there's just a lot of elements to this game that make it very interesting and very fun because you have a lot of choices that you have to make and it is cooperative. So some of these choices are very self-seeking and others of uh, other choices you have to sacrifice and just be like, okay, I got to take one for the team. I got to go over and kill this monster, even though I really want to uncover that token so I can level up my character more. But then again, leveling up your character is going to help the team. So it's like, uh, it's this give and take. It's a really, really cool game. Um, I'm excited to see what this, uh, this is the second playthrough of Journey to the North for us. There's seven, I think there, wait, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's four quests in, in this box, and these quests are difficult, and some of the quests are replayable. Um, so this is the second one. We, we, it took us three times to beat the first one. Really excited about uh, Legends of Andor tonight. So I know Firestone and, and, and Jeremiah both have a copy of the last installment called The Last Hope, I think. And they've also got the new Dark Heroes expansion. Anxious to get those to the table as well. 
The other game we'll probably get to the table tonight is Orleans. Uh, last time we talked about Orleans, we were checking out the trade and intrigue expansion. Really like that expansion. It adds a, a, some great elements to the game. You don't have to play with them all, but uh, one of them that I, I will never not play with again is is the I think it's the trade board. The intrigue board I can do without. The trade board adds so many extra ways in which to score and gain uh, gain resources for your game that I just don't want to play without it anymore. The original trade board, and I think it was called the town hall or the city hall, it just allowed you to gain uh, money, and I think it allowed you to gain uh, the little meeples that, that you could score points for at the end of the game, but you had to be the one to finally complete that area on the town hall. Well, the trade board is totally different, where you can still earn those meeples that'll get you points at the end of the game, but every time that you play a character to the town hall, you have a choice between money and maybe a resource, or maybe it's going up on a certain track on the board. It makes the game, um, I think it, you can grasp more in the game. You can attain more of the goals that you're trying to attain. So I really like that board. It also adds some new building tiles, so you can get more buildings, which give you more actions. And it also adds new event tiles too. There are some other things that it adds, but uh, those are the most important things, I think. I don't really like the Intrigue board because there's some cutthroat stuff to that. And I just feel like Orleans isn't that much of a cutthroat game and it doesn't need to be. So uh, I just can do without that board and I'll play with the trade board instead. Anyways, that's Orleans. Can't wait to get that to the table again tonight. And that's it for now. What are you playing? Check you later. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.